When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let the stars align. No, 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 no. Let the fan base align with Ty Smith beginning tonight. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Penguins versus Devils tonight. First time, first meeting between these teams this season. And first meeting between these teams ever since the Devils suddenly out of nowhere became good. Face-off is at 7.08 p.m. at PPG Paints Arena. And by all accounts, Ty Smith is going to make his season's NHL debut against New Jersey, the team that drafted him and then, of course, sent him away in the John Marino trade this past summer. The reason for that is that Chris Letang has a lower body injury, is what the team is calling it. He was hit in the foot by a shot. We'll see how long it takes for him to be out, if there's any further word on that. But as long as he is out, he's going to play, certainly based on the fact that Smith was the only defenseman on the top power play unit at practice yesterday in Cranberry. If you haven't seen much of Smith, if you're not aware of his background, pay attention. Pay attention. He's worth it. He's got something to offer this team that this team doesn't have enough of, and that's back-end mobility. He'll occasionally do something that'll have you rolling your eyes, kind of like Mike Matheson, not so much in the giveaway department or, you know, head-scratching passes or things like that. When Smith can frustrate, it's more because he's so mobile that he's moving too much. And if you'll recall, the way Todd Reardon worked with Matheson, and it really did work over last season, was to say, hey, Mike, use those wheels like crazy. Use them to join the attack. Use them to lead the attack. Use them to get to loose pucks in the defensive zone. But don't use them all the time. Find a place in the defensive zone. Anchor yourself there. Make that kind of like a home base. And then from there, poke out, reach out, do whatever you got to do to keep the puck from getting into the middle. Once possession is gained, go be Mike Matheson. Go nuts. That's very similar from what I've heard to what Reardon and the Penguins had been teaching Smith going back into training camp in the preseason, during which all of them, including Mike Sullivan, spoke glowingly of his potential. Well, here we are, and he's going against guys he knows really well, and guys who happen to be among the most dangerous on the transition of anyone in the NHL. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, 
where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. But one game isn't why you get behind Ty Smith. Nope, this is this is bigger. This is more about principle. This is about, at least if you ask me, showing that a mobile defenseman is more valuable to this team's broader cause than having a guy who's... Uh, all right, then having Brian Dumoulin in, I was trying to find a way to work around it just so it doesn't sound like I'm pounding on the same subject all the time, but... You very much want Smith to excel or to at least show excellent potential so that there's no room left for Dumoulin and what Dumoulin doesn't bring to this team once everyone's healthy. Why? Well, first off, Dumoulin's not mobile anymore. Used to be, was really quick actually in the defensive zone. Definitely isn't that anymore. Two, the idea, the general concept of the stay-at-home defenseman kind of went out with Rod Langway in the mid-80s. If you aren't getting points from your back end, you're falling behind the best teams in the league. How do I know that? Go do a Venn diagram of the teams that get the most points from their defensemen, and you will find out that a lot of those teams are right up there atop the league's overall standings. The Penguins shouldn't want to add more mobility to the back. They should feel like it's needed. I don't sense that urgency from them. Maybe it's because of this loyalty to Dumoulin and everything else that we've been talking about. But there really should be a heightened awareness of this, including when the team is doing well. So yeah, get behind Smith. He's fast, he's fun, he's skilled, he's all over the puck. And if this sort of thing means anything to you, he's a he kind of comes across as a pretty cool dude too. This is some of what he had to say after practice yesterday. There's always an opportunity to go down there. We have good coaches, um, pretty good team down there, and lots of good players. So um, guys, I can still learn from and um, work on work on my game. Also, and finally, don't make me point out the glaringly obvious that this team could really, really use youth and fresh legs, especially at a position that comes with so much wear and tear as we're now seeing with Latang and Jeff Petrie and Chad Ruweedle all out of the lineup. This kid can make a real difference. And, well, let's just say that if you don't make a real difference as a young player instantly with Mike Sullivan, you might not get another chance. So pull hard for this kid tonight when we come back. J1Q. from Donovan. It's a little longer than the norm, but I hope you show it the same patience uh, that I did when I read it initially. This one's tough for me, DK. 
I grew up in a small town about 25 minutes south of Detroit, and I've been a Wings fan since birth. However, my family was born and bred in Pittsburgh, so I grew up into Pittsburgh sports and love the Penguins as well. I watch and support both teams. What happened at PPG Paints Arena with that blown four-goal lead is extremely exciting for Hockey Town. The Wings are seen as being on their way back, but it was extremely heart-wrenching as a Penguins fan who wants Sid to get another cup before he retires. What you said on the program after that game is something I've been saying the last three or four years. Their third and fourth line depth is terrible. It isn't there. They don't have the skill to sustain offensive zone time, nor do they have enough grit to get the puck back. It's honestly one key factor that's held them back these last few years. They have some good players and they'll play some good games, but they're in for some dark years if things don't change. I I appreciate the sentiment. I appreciate the honesty that you put forth here. It'd be really easy to not bring up anything about being a Wings fan or any of that other stuff. But one of the things that makes me at least a little bit cringy about any time the Penguins lose to the Hurricanes or to the Maple Leafs or to the Sabres, remember that blown lead up in Buffalo? or now the wings, is that I know that those outcomes are going to be treated almost universally as, well, the other guys are young and hungry and energetic, and the Penguins are just old and fading away and dreary and dying and all this other stuff. There's an element of that which legitimately applies. I'm not dismissing it 100%. There's no way it couldn't be an element, meaning from both perspectives, both the younger team and the older team. But I prefer to get down to a lot more in the way of brass tacks when it comes to this sort of thing. What is it about the Penguins that actually looked slow and ineffectual against the Red Wings? And yes, I'm going down this well again because it applies. Dumoulin looks slow. Jeff Carter looks slow. At times, maybe because of that, because of age slash injury, whatever it is, they can appear as if they're disinterested. I don't necessarily buy that, although I wouldn't want to have to be Carter explaining to the coaches how David Perron rubbed him off a puck in three-on-three overtime as effortlessly as Perron did. But that's what makes a team collectively look like, oh, geez, poor Penguins, oh, no. And and I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm going to bring up Ty Smith again. I'm going to bring up Drew O'Connor's forecheck in that game that got the first goal against those young, high-flying Red Wings. Because it was young, high-flying Drew O'Connor who went soaring down the rink on a human one-man forecheck to make sure that the puck stayed in the Detroit zone. Teddy Bluger forces a turnover, gets it back to O'Connor, and boom! And guess what? There were three more booms from those old guys. 
There was a 4-0 lead, which also counts for something, and I'm sure didn't have anyone in Detroit thinking about how, yes, here it is, the next generation of Detroit hockey, when in fact all it looked like was pretty much the past decade and a half of Detroit hockey for about 20 minutes there. Beware of smaller sample sizes in general, but beware of falling prey to the easiest possible, most convenient narrative anytime it arises. I didn't look at the Penguins and say, wow, now there's a really old team chasing a really young team around the rink. What I saw were some lousy situations perpetuated by a couple of now lousy players that they all, meaning all of the Penguins, had to find a way to counter. And that gets old. That gets stale. They were up for nothing. Why couldn't the third and fourth lines, as you point out here, do something to take over that game? Why couldn't on the second night of back-to-backs, a handful of other players maybe scored another insurance goal or kept up some forechecking pressure? That has nothing to do with Sid, Gino, and Latang being old. And by the way, when you're talking about this team being old, that's mostly who you're talking about. Although Carter is also old and Dumoulin plays old. So when in doubt, when you think thoughts like this, if they legitimately get you down, and I can respect that they would, think to yourself instead about how much different this hockey team will look a week or two from now if Ty Smith plays a really good game tonight against New Jersey. Stay on message, they always say. (laughs) I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these Monday. Oh, 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 oh,